0: Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer, so let's bring around. The star attraction, the one you came to see, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold.
1: Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Kill Me Now. It's me, Judy Gold, and I, I cannot... I know sometimes I, you know, say, you know, I'm so excited. I can't even like I can't even tell you I have been dying to have this incredible human being on my podcast who I met doing another podcast. As Trump says about Kim Jong Un, we fell in love and he hasn't written me a love letter yet. But all right. Author of 10 books. I'm just going to name some of them: Jesus, a pilgrimage, the Jesuit guide, building a bridge, which is very important. Building a bridge, my life in the, my life with the saints, and between heaven and mirth, which is the best title, the best title. And then there's more. I have to thank God that He is alive, well, and just the I can't it, listen. Follow him. Ladies and gentlemen, Father James Martin. Woo!
0: Yay. I love you so much. Thank I you. Really, I love you, too. Oh, no, you're the that best. Was the greatest intro it ever. Was. Yeah, it was. I just am so thankful for you. Thank you. Ditto.
1: No. It, Ditto. See,
0: you're just, no, because you're I a priest, you. you're like being nice, no, but I you know I'm you. like a miserable person. But you left out that I'm the most Jewish Jesuit. Oh, priest.
1: yes. So when we met, we did this podcast <laughs> called Unorthodox, where they have a Jew and uh, a... <laughs> And the and the non Jew of the week, mm-hmm. and you were the non Jew of the week, mm-hmm. but you're very Jewy.
0: I know. I wanted to be not only Jew of the week, but Goy of the month. That's good. Yeah, I know, but sadly, do
1: though, you like so. garbanzo beans,
0: Goya? Hey, is that Goyasha?
1: No, it's Goya makes the garbanzo. All oh, right, all oh, right,
0: I know. Like right over my head, I'm not. A so
1: comedian. what happened now? You just went into the priesthood, and now you've you know forgotten all these stupid jokes.
0: Well, you know, I um, went into the priesthood uh, after. Boy, it's hot in here, isn't it? I know. I'm sorry. I he's take my collar off. Yep, he took so his collar, take off. My collar off. Collar <gasps> off. I'm Schmitzing. He, you can ring the bell I can too. It. Good. Okay. Uh, no, I went to the University of Pennsylvania. Wait, I know.
1: You, all right, I we can't go there we yet. Can't go
0: there. Okay. Yeah. What, so, what was the original question? Well, I just I joined the Jesuits.
1: But you're still so, you know, everything about pop culture. You live in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and some. And I'm not saying this is about Catholicism, or, but I know a lot of people who are clergy. And are living in another world,
0: yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a Jesuit priest and uh, one of our uh, goals and mottos is finding God in all things. And that includes in pop culture and in right. the world. And I work in a Catholic magazine in New York City. So right. it's kind of hard. You know, you go on the subway every day. It's hard not to kind of right. see what's going the on. the world. Um, Wait, yeah. do
1: people say to you, you take the subway yes. all the time? That's Like, uh, I-, I get that all the time. Wait, you take the subway? You take the bus?
0: Yeah. I, I don't have a driver. I right know. I, someone came up to me and said, that's the, that's the quote. Oh my gosh, Father Martin, do you take the subway? I can't believe it. And I said, well, how do you think I get around? Right. I don't know, like a limousine. And oh. I said, you know, I said, I also take a vow of poverty too. And so right. I'm on the subway, but sometimes it's funny because people, uh, I've had people ask me to hear their confession on the subway. Right. Which is a little strange.
1: And um, no curtain.
0: Well, and also the other thing, you know, on the subway, no one cares anyway. Right. So you can say anything. Right. So, and I hear it. Um, and then people, you can, you can see them like leaning. In.
1: Right. All right. I have to ask you a question. Yes. Do you give money to every homeless person you see? I do.
0: You know, my rule is if I have it, I give it. That's my rule. You know, I. I try to talk to them, too. Right.
1: I try to. I feel so guilty if I don't give. But sometimes I look and they have like nicer clothes than me. And you know what I mean? And I'm.
0: Yeah, I here's my 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 thing is what are they going to use it for and right
1: that's figure, what I think but I always too. figure
0: look even if they don't use, even if they use my dollar for drinks then right. they, that'll save them some other money that they can use for food or I just buy them a sandwich
1: yeah you know? I've done that yeah. I've said here do you want me to buy something yeah. in there and then they get all like no I want it on toasted white <laughs> bread so light mayo
0: but you know what for every good deed you do this yeah. is the you're ultra- you're your, you're you're building your house in heaven. Did you know this uh, this tradition that for every good deed you do, you have like a little brick that's up there in heaven. Okay. And when you get up there, the more bricks you have, the bigger your house. Will be. I'm gonna have a big house. I mean, we'll have a big
1: but house. But yeah. I we don't believe in that. Well, here's the my lo- here's
0: my one uh sort of anno- yeah <laughs> Yay, Jews. Here's yeah. my one uh, funny annoying uh, homeless person story. So there was a guy in our street outside of our Jesuit community, which we used to be on 56 and six. And this poor guy was always there, and I would always give him money. And one day, I had this big... um, Chunk Like, lots of uh, coin and stuff in my room in, like, a little bag. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring it to the bank, and whatever it is, I'm going to give it to him. Right. Try to be holy. So I go to the bank. It's $80. Wow. And I thought he was going to be so happy. So I pass him, and I say, here you go. And I give him $80, puts it in his pocket, doesn't even say thank. No way. (laughs) And I thought... All right, you know what? I'm going to move to some other homeless Right, guy right, next right. Time. Yeah, yeah, it was a little much. Isn't that horrible? What? Well, you know, I mean, these poor people. Oh, I God, worked with homeless people so as a, well, I worked with homeless people as a novice, and you know, a lot of them are mentally. Yes, I know. So, but you know, I did my good deed. So, God, oh please, you're God, full of good deeds. God saw it.
1: Okay, everywhere I look, because I'm, you know, I know you grew up in Pennsylvania. Wait, we're, we're in Plymouth Meeting, wow, you Pennsylvania. Really did your homework. Yes, but you were born in Philly. Yes, Um, and then you you uh, grew up in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I can't find anything about. I know that your family was not religious. Mm -hmm. It was sort of just a regular. They weren't rich, just a quote unquote normal.
0: Mm -hmm. I know you were on the school newspaper boy, you really did your homework.
1: Well, because I love you. Yeah, but it's
0: sometimes I go on shows, and my favorite show was, I was on a TV show once, and I did this book, Jesus, A Pilgrimage, Yeah. and the interviewer actually held it up. It says Jesus on the cover, and he goes, so you said, so what's the book about? (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah, and it was very hard for me not to be funny and say, Jesus? There you go. He's Jewish. Yeah, I just, um,
1: I have been on so many interviews where they're like, so, what made you start to? And it's like, it ju- click my name. I, know. I it, know. It's like do your research because the interview's better. I know. And uh, there's some questions they ask. I can't take it. It it gives me like a
0: uh, in my stomach. Here's, here's a nice here's a nice comedian reference for you. I like to watch old Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, clips. yeah. There was one time where he was on Carson. Yeah. And um, Johnny Carson said, "So you have a new movie coming out, and uh, what's it called?" And Rodney Dangerfield says. Thanks for being so prepared.
1: Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. So you grew up and like in grammar, like were you, what was your, do you have siblings?
0: Yeah. I have a, a younger sister, Carolyn, and uh-huh. we grew up in Plymouth meeting, which is right. a suburb outside of Philly. And, um. Yeah, it wasn't super. I mean, you know, my family's Catholic. Uh, right. First Holy Communion Confirmation. Right, we you did all mass. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, bar mitzvahs. But, well, yeah. and bat mitzvahs. Yes. Thank you very much. I heard there was a plural, too, that I don't know.
1: Boss. Mm. No, bat uh, mitzvot. But, uh, oh, b'nai, b'nai, b'nai mitzvah. There you go. B'nai mitzvah. Mm. mitzvah.
0: Yeah. Most of my friends growing up were Jewish. Right. So I went. To,
1: <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like, yeah. you, this was a Jewy area. You were Catholic. Yeah, uh, But just, no one gave a shit. No. Oh, I cursed in
0: front of them. No. Yeah. No. And I like mean like that's what
1: I grew up. I had the, I had my neighbors were Catholic. It's like no one yeah, taught. We no were one. Friend, like they were like
0: friends. But family. the irony like, was I didn't know any kids that went to Catholic school. Right. Which was weird. So Did I you just, you didn't go to Catholic no. school? No, I went to public everything. Public elementary school, junior high school, right. high school. Right. And yeah, so I always say I went to I probably went to 15 bar and bat mitzvahs. Wow, you know, that's more, a lot more, of money. Yes, right. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> and no first communion parties, no confirmation right. parties, no. So were they I, okay? Were they lavish?
1: Bar some of them m- were because my you would have loved my mother, but she would. She was like, it's not about the party. It's about and so we had the nerdy like my brother for his bar mitzvah we. He ha, Did you
0: clink that because your brother's Jewish?
1: Yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. And bar mitzvah. And <laughs> right. He went, we just had brunch at our house afterwards. Wow. Then my sister, they had dessert after her bar mitzvah. And for me, I had the biggest one. They had dinner before. Oh, no. And ours dessert were afterwards. Lavish. and then But I would go to these ones where you had to put on a long gown. It was at a, like a social club. Those
0: are all the ones I went to. Like, uh, you oh, know, you special. Liked. Yeah. The one I remember... Gary Kaufman's bar mitzvah Uh had, um, like, ice cream sundaes and cotton candy. Right. He wore, I think, a purple tux.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the purple. Yeah, yeah, with the bow tie. Purple or yellow. And the yarmulkes. They would match the yarmulkes. Which we
0: were allowed to keep. Yes. I have a lot of Um, them. So, yeah, I, you know, I got to know that whole culture and they were all just... Part of my world, right? And then when I got to Penn, um it was just, more a part of your world. You went to Morton, I, fo- I did, and it was all just part of the environment. And I, I often say that it wasn't that some of my best friends were Jewish; it was like all of my right, best right, friends right. were right. Jewish. And it was funny. And I always, I when I said this last time that I met you, Um whenever I speak to Jewish audiences, I always have to, I always apologize in the beginning because I say I am so comfortable. In this environment, right. that I make jokes, and so don't think that they're. But they Florida. like that. We like the yeah, jokes. Yeah, but as long as people know that, right? You know, that you're Jewish, it, like, right? Very Jewish. So, um, what did your parents do? My dad was in business. He mm-hmm. worked uh, for a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. My mom uh, was um, a substitute French teacher. Or since wow. it's, since it's Philly, we say substitute. Right, substitute, substitute, substitute French. French teacher. And homemaker, and uh-huh. she's still alive. She's eighty-seven. And God um, bless her. God bless her. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. So it was a very normal family, and and they were very surprised. My my joke is, um, they were very surprised when I entered the Jesuits. And people say to me, what was the most common thing people said when you entered the Jesuits? And this is true. And the right. most common thing people said was Mazeltov. Oh, so. that's interestingly, great. many of my Jewish friends' parents were the ones that were the most supportive. Right. And interesting, I had a good friend, I have a good friend, Rob Schlackman. It's great.
1: I man. mean, that is so Jewy. Schlackman. I'm
0: Sharon Mass. Uh,
1: oh, oh, Jewy or New-
0: Jewy. Excuse, excuse from, me. Newton. Oh, from Newton. From Newton. Oh, that's, that
1: is like, yeah. He went
0: to, I think, Newton, he'll kill me, Newton yeah. South. Oh. Which we used to call so. it Olivia Newton South. <laughs> His parents, <laughs> Ellie, Ellie and Jerry, great people, they were so supportive. Schlackman. And, well, Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> <Schlauchy> <laughs> Ellie Schlackman, we want to thank Ellie Sch- Schlackman for the uh, kadush after the, uh,
0: the yeah, and the kugel. Made great the kugel, kugel. really. Mm. Uh, can I tell you my Seder story, which yeah. I I've told you before? Yes. So when I was in theology in right. Boston, um, Rob invited me back to Rob his Schlackman. parents' house, right? yeah, uh, to Ellie and Jer's house, right? For oh my seder. God, this
1: is so many Jew is, bells. I love like, it, for a seder.
0: seder. Yes. So we're sitting there, yeah, and I'm right in the middle of my Old Testament course. Oh, you and can. And so yeah. I know all this stuff. Right. So I know all about Moses and Aaron right. and Moses, Aaron, yeah. Miriam, yeah, everybody. And so you know, I'm at the seder, and I've been to seders before. And um, Mrs. Schlackman says to me, "Oh, by the way, why, why?" She says to the table, "Why does this happen? In yeah. The, what? Why
1: the Old is Testament? this night? Well, yeah, no, not oh, that. Oh, but oh, but, but, but oh she's asking question. you. Yeah, yeah."
0: She's asking the table, and I say, oh, well, because Moses, blah, 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 and Aaron, and she's like, oh, well, then why is X, Y, Z? And I said, oh, well, because, you know, in the book of Exodus, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, thanks. And she turns to Rob, her son, my friend, and says, why don't you know as much about the faith (laughs) as Jim does? And, And so I kept answering these questions. So after we left the Seder, we went out. I'll never forget this. Yeah. We went outside. Uh, we stepped outside of his door in, at, his, at his house, his parents' house. And Rob says to me, words I'll never forget, that is the last Seder I'm ever inviting
1: <laughs> you to. Was it? It was. No. You know I love my liquid IV, that I drink liquid IV pretty much every day. And I love it because it keeps me hydrated. I travel with it because it's in little packets. It tastes great. It's an amazing product. It hydrates better than water alone. Three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO. But here's the best part. You know, I've been bragging about Ben, my son, Ben, who plays basketball. His team, his entire team, They love Liquid IV. I mean, they are number four in the nation. They are an amazing team. They've done better than ever this year. Dare I say it's because of the Liquid IV? I'm not going to say for sure, but I'm telling you, these athletes love Liquid IV. They love all the flavors, strawberry, lemonade. I love the watermelon. I never give them any of my watermelon. They have sugar-free, white peach, green grape, lemon, lime. It makes you feel great. And if you need a little caffeine, the the, uh, lemon ginger is beyond, beyond. And I know they use it while they're working out. I'm pretty sure they might use it after a game that they won and went out and had, you know, a couple of drinky poos. But that being said, I love Liquid IV. They're a great sponsor. They're a great product. And I honestly couldn't live without them. And it's winter still. You need to be hydrated hydration is very important so weekends are for going wild as you all know have a game plan for monday that's what you need i just had this conversation with ben's girlfriend i said if you're gonna go out and party you need a game plan and what's your game plan liquid iv weekends are for going wild have a game plan for monday with liquid iv grab your liquid iv hydration multiplier sugar free In bulk, nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at liquidiv.com. You're welcome! Were you popular in high school? Like, were you a popular well, kid? What were you involved
0: in? I would say I was pretty popular. Right. I was, like, president of the student government. Oh, and forget so, it. I was like, as someone described me, my my college, my freshman year roommate, I told him what I did. I was in student government. I mm-hmm. was in the newspaper. I was this. I was right. the Honor Society. And he said, oh, my God, I'm living with Archie Andrews. So that, that's, kind <laughs> of yeah, who, right. that's kind of who I was. Yeah.
1: And you never got into trouble? No,
0: not really. No, no. Wow. I mean, I I... You know, in college, I mean, I smoked and drank and stuff <gasps> like that. I know. Oh, my. I know. Uh, yes. I know. So, uh, but not in high school. In high right. school, I was really kind of squeaky clean.
1: And you got great grades. Yes. Were you like valedictorian?
0: Mm, like number one, number two. Yeah, I was a good student in high school. But well, then I The got Jews
1: to... must have been so pissed that you were like the valedictorian. <laughs> but then I got to Penn.
0: And, of course, you're with. Right. Every other right, right, right. So I valedictorian. Did, did I was, like, you like think of so. any, What? where else did you get into college? Where else did I get into college? Oh uh, my gosh. Uh, UVA. Oh well, yeah, that's a great school. Lafayette. Right. Lehigh. Right. Uh, mostly in the area. Right. Um, I can't remember where else I applied. But I really wanted to go to Wharton, the undergraduate school at Penn.
1: Right. Because Trump went there? Is oh, that yeah. why? yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he got my, in on my, his own my, merit too. My idol.
0: Yeah. Um, although, here's something you'd be interested in. Someone told me from Penn, and this is not very well known. He actually did not go to Wharton. He took courses at Wharton. That's the rumor I've heard. At Penn. Wow! But they won't release. Shocking. They won't release his his, his yeah. transcript. And they've they've said if 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 Penn release this is all rumor. But right. If Penn releases it, he'll sue them or something like that. Right. But, but someone said no, no, no. He was in liberal arts college, but took courses at Wharton, which is different than enrolling that, in enrolling at Wharton. So anyway. Anyway, I wait. Th- wait. So he he lied. Mm. What? Oh my shocking God. what I know I know he's a liar okay now you're back thank you So I wait um, were you in the theater department did you do no, any plays
1: Band
0: no I Athletics? Was kind of, I was on the humor magazine oh thank you um which was run by Jewish people yes um in fact I think on the I think on the masthead one one of the uh, you know it was like art editor this right I think there was something that said head Jew no you know, way yeah, on the masthead of the the punchball humor magazine
1: now th- forget it now it would be oh, like no you couldn't
0: do that you know suing and no. so um yeah uh so i was i was mainly focused on studies study 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 party on the weekends right. smoke get drunk go to football games very small group of people i didn't really participate in too many the other activities which right. i lament and also i didn't take anything outside of business which kind of sucks right did you go to the prom at, in high school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. all that. Kind I didn't of stuff. go. Oh, my really? son
1: just went last Oh, week. that's nice. Yeah. And my other son went. but Did they have, good, never...
0: did they have a good time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the best. No. I mean. I, uh... Although proms these days, my little, my little, he's not so little anymore. My 14-year-old nephew went, and I don't think they do 14? Dates. Well, it's like an eighth grade prom. Oh, all right. I don't think they do dates as much anymore. No, it's like, go, uh, yeah. And there's, there's a lot of, and it's very
1: LGBTQ friendly. Yeah. Like. Pe- you know, no one gives because a crap. I think it was so stressful for people. Well, it know? was like, like, oh, are you going to the prom? Right, it I was know. like Valentine's Day. It's like, no, oh, did you get a Valentine? It's like, oh, no, I'm six feet tall I and know. I'm 13. No one's giving me a Valentine. But look at you
0: now. I know. Six. You showed them. Yeah. They're no, all... I did.
1: That's what you... my mother used to say. Judith, you yelled. Uh, they'll be uh, paying to see you. Um, and oh, they sorry, are. My mom, aren't they? Yeah. Well, some. So, um, you go to Wharton. Yes. And You are
0: a stellar student. Eh, I did okay. I did B, solid B. That's good. Yeah. I did okay. I studied my you know what off.
1: Yeah. And
0: my my tuchus.
1: Oh, I just Mm. love you. So, (laughs) oh, you can do it. So, you, all right. So, you, and you're hanging around with the Jews. (laughs) Right. Right. And and
0: there's no, I mean, did you go to church every week? Yeah, occasionally. Right. I mean, mm, maybe every other Sunday, but if I miss Sunday, I wasn't too upset. Right. And I was kind of like the token Catholic on the floor. Right. Oh, what about the Pope? And what right. about this? And I don't know. So, right. And you know, so and it wasn't had...
1: like you were like knew every little detail no. about the religion. No.
0: Although, as a as a college freshman at Penn, right. I I pretended as if I did. Right. Oh well, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, right, right. And you know, we we had those great like late night bull sessions, and you know, can God create a stone so heavy right. he can't lift? And I, I don't know. And, and endless until like two three in the morning with my agnostic friends and my right. Jewish friends and but you were interested in I think so I think right. more intellectually did you
1: get your DNA done and find out um, if you're part Jewish. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm very Mediterranean. Oh, that's so, good. Uh-huh. So you could yeah. have Jewy I'd in you. And probably do. Look at this nose. I know. I was mm-hmm. th- I was just looking at I it say, going, a Roman? A Roman nose. Yeah. It's Roman all over your face." Right.
1: Oh, that's funny. Get it? Yeah, cuz it's uh, all over it? you. It's so big. It's like big. <laughs> but
0: it's Roman. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, but I um I was not particularly religious. That's definitely. Right. That's for sure.
1: So you graduate Wharton mm-hmm. and you get a job at GE. Yes. And in New York, in New York, it's a great paying job. It is. And your whole focus in life up until this point was, well, I have to go into business so I can make a lot of money. Right. Because that's what life is about. Having a lot of money so that you can support yourself and, you know. Right. um,
0: And not in a bad way. No, no, not. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you know, my, my parents would say very, you know, very sort of practically, which is true. Well. You know, you got to get a job. So right. why wouldn't you go into business? Right. I, we didn't really know anyone who was in kind of anything else. Right. I mean, you know, like arts or right. So sure. And you, and my we were fairly middle class, and so that's part of just kind of, you know, like supporting yourself, and paying right. Off your loan. So yeah, that's that's pretty much where I went into it. And uh, GE was very well paying. Did time. you have your own room growing up?
1: I did. Oh, all right, that's good. Yes. So I'm just, uh. <laughs> I, you I've know, never, I'm just fascinated. I know, but I'm fascinated by people's childhoods. That's interesting. Yeah. You yeah. ask me anything. Because it's, it's so what makes them it like, is. you didn't get teased or, you know.
0: Well, I mean, I think I did. You know, yeah. But if little... you
1: really got teased, you would be like, yes, it was, you know. No, it wasn't like that. Yeah. I um, was like, literally walk in the school and just for the rest of the really? day, Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Because you were so tall? So tall. Well, that's sad. I know. And I was just, you know, I was dorky. These and... are mean oh so mean? mean and then this is true my mother used to tell me judith ignore them they're jealous they wish they were that tall just don't even they don't even exist and then later on that was my mother and later on I, my one of my therapists said um wrong advice
0: that's interesting but i feel what like did the therapist say? what what should
1: what you your know you said? have this quick wit you should have used oh. your quick wit but i was so
0: that's hard when you're young. i know
1: and i was so like beaten down like oh god here i go it's like when you go to a step and repeat and people are like you are and you feel so humiliated i was just humiliated every day no it's which sad. and Thank i you. think
0: you know frankly if you had used your humor you would have been more of a target a right sense. right right
1: yeah so, i was yeah. just like and ugh yeah. so um so you go to work at ge mm-hmm. You're making decent money.
0: Mm-hmm. Going out clubbing, having fun. yeah, Right. Mm-hmm. But you notice that people are not treated that well there. Eventually. Like at the beginning, I was very happy. I right. was, you know, I was a yuppie. It was 1982, right? Right. And, um, but then I, I sort of progressed in the organization. I moved to Connecticut, got some promotions. Yeah. And I started to realize, wow, I'm not crazy about right. the way that the bosses are treating people. Not all of them, but we had these, since this is, you know, your podcast. We had something called the asshole theory, mm-hmm. um, as I did, which was that the more of an asshole you were, the higher you went in the right, right, right.
1: Well, that's actually true.
0: Yeah, and so I not everybody. Is, yeah, so it sort of bothered me seeing how unethical people were at times, um, mm-hmm. and also I just, I just, I, I felt like I square peg in a round hole. Right. So,
1: so oh, also I forgot to mention that I think it happened in college that you, your roommates. Decided what you would
0: give up for Lent. Yeah, you want to hear that story?
1: Yeah, so. and I love that because it really is a great. Because it really is saying, "Well, we noticed this about you," uh, instead of instead of you picking yeah. it yourself. It's yeah,
0: and so. it still continues.
1: Right, I know. I love that.
0: <clears throat> My friend Rob Schlankman.
1: Uh, Rob.
0: <laughs> he, he is great. I He's, love Rob. You'll love this. He's yeah. great. He's also, by the way, he is six seven. No way. Mm-hmm hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. And so wait, here's a great story. So I'm like five, nine or whatever. And and you, in a sense, w- when you have a friend like that, you kind of cease to notice it. Right. Just, so when we lived together after um, college in uh, in New York for two years, he was a great roommate. And um, so we got some pictures and I said, well, hang them. And uh, so I come home and all the pictures are hung really high on the wall. And I said to Rob, what is wrong with you? I know. it's. He said, what do you mean? And I said, they're supposed to be eye level. Uh... So he walks over to them. He's like, they're eye level. Yeah,
1: that's hilarious. <laughs> that my son's 6'8. eight. But <laughs> I noticed that I do that too. And then I'm like, oh no, it has to go mm-hmm. lower. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's so bad in the bathroom. You know, uh... the toilet seats
0: are so low. It's just the world is not made for tall people. Well, I thought what was interesting was I would forget. You know, until I'd see one another, each other, like in a mirror right. or something. But you just kind of—you're right. That that's how he is. You know? did
1: did um? Does he have kids, Rob Stockman? Yeah, and
0: his wife is quite tall. Really? And their their kid uh, Daniel is extremely tall. And right. He's, he's played basketball.
1: Yeah, that's like anyway, my son. But yeah, did you know that great. basketball coaches ask uh, how tall the mother is?
0: Well, yeah, Andrea is quite tall.
1: And so. what's her what's her maiden name?
0: Oh my gosh. Here, I think. No. Yeah, yeah, no, But she was Catholic and now she's Jewish. All right. So. She converted yeah, for, she, <laughs> for Rob Schlagman. <laughs> anyway, were you mad at her? Were you like, no, oh, no, I go? Love, I, love, I love that whole fact. All right. So, um, okay. So, yeah, you're, so, you're so, in, so, we're out drinking. Right. And Lent's coming up. Oh, no. This is in college. Oh, this. We're, right, right. We're, oh, we're God. I'm shooting. Okay. Yeah. We're out drinking. It's in college. Right. And um, they're like, oh, Lent's coming up. What's Lent? Blah, blah, blah.
1: How do you not know what Lent is? Well,
0: they're just asking. Well, right. One of them didn't know. We were decorating a Christmas tree and they were like, where should I put the ornament? I was like, wherever you want. Right. Um, oh, that's so fun. we're out yeah. at um, this pub and um, and I explain Lent and they say, well, what's about like giving this stuff up? And I said, oh, well, you know, you give up something, blah, blah, blah. Well, who decides that? And I said, well, I decide it. And they said very reasonably, what the hell kind of a sacrifice right, is that? Right, right, right. <clears throat> we should decide. And I was like, oh, well, what should I give up? And they, at the time I was really hooked on orange soda.
1: Like right, right right
0: right orange soda and those snowballs you know those those little candy. oh yeah and they're like that's what you should give up that was actually hard <clears throat> and so the snowball then, wait i don't hard. think they were kosher the snowballs mm, they were trafe or
1: yeah i mean if they had animal fat <laughs> Thank you. if they had animal fat or gelatin in it uh but you know I could eat them. Right. But Twinkies, like we couldn't eat Twinkies. Oh, I know, sad. annoying. No Oreos, hydrox. I know,
0: go. Great sacrifice.
1: So um Orange soda and snowballs. So balls.
0: for the next four years, they would tell me what to give up. And I mean I would do other regular sacrifices.
1: So did you do the orange soda you I <laughs> so read I that up. you used it to keep to, to stay keep awake? With, yeah, like um, no does. So oh remember no dos? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh God! Someone told me yesterday. I said, "Oh, your hair color is really nice," and he said, "I put sun in in my hair and went to the beach." And I was like, "Sun in? (laughs) That's like my
0: people. Do they even make that?" Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's like I'm always surprised when I see tab. I know. You know what's the other one? Um, The well, which is the grapefruit one? Is that tab?
1: Oh, uh, uh, fresca. (laughs) Yes. Do they make it? Yes.
0: So amazing. I know. So anyway, so since then, Rob has called me every. Ash Wednesday morning, which yeah. is when Lent starts. right? And he gives me my, it's a, it has settled down to, let me get this straight, a food, a spice and a candy. And, and they're funny. A
1: spice. Yeah. You had to give up like, oregano like, yeah, or,
0: or yeah. cardamom or something. Oh. And so he and Andrea and Daniel now participate and I get a phone That's call. That's so great. And you know what I do? I really do try to, I mean, it's funny, but because it's from the outside, like it's not coming from me. I do try to refrain from, you know, doing that. And sometimes it's hard. I bet. We like tarragon. I was like, and Rob said, that means no vernet sauce. Oh. (laughs) He probably gets off on it. He loves doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very funny.
1: Hey, everyone. You know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids and dot com slash Judy Gold50. J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50 50. Okay. Judy Gold50. And use code J U D Y G O L D 50. judygold Gold50 to get 50% off. That's code Judy Gold50 at factormeals.com slash Judy Gold50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. Back to GE, you're at sure. GE, you know, you're, you're seeing the, the hierarchy treat the, you know,
0: general population yeah. there like crap at times. Time, so I would say,
1: and at one point your boss calls you in her office and calls you a liar. Yeah,
0: that was pretty awful.
1: What, mm-hmm. what did she say you lied about? I, this was, it was very complicated. What was her name? Was <clears throat> oh, she? Oh, I don't want to say. Oh, All right. Is say. member of the tribe?
0: Uh, no. Oh, thank God. Um, MOT. As yeah. We said at yeah. Um, No, it was very complicated, but basically I was working in HR at the time. I have to like reconstruct this. Yeah. And I contacted someone, someone contacted me for a job that was open. I'm trying to remember this. And the, the protocol was to call the person's manager and say, are they free to interview for this job? Okay. So I called the manager who was like a big wig and the person interviewed for the job and the manager called my manager and said um, he never asked me if he could interview for the job, which he was lying to my manager about me because for some reason he he wanted to say that uh, this this guy never asked him. So the manager, my manager came in and said, did And she sort of was like ambushing me? Did you ask Mike, the guy's name was, Mike. I still remember his name, if so and so could interview for that job? And I said, yeah, I called him. And Mike was like way high up. huh. And she goes, you're a liar. You know, he called me and he said you never told him that. And I said, Well, why would I lie about that? You're a liar. I won't have liars working for me and No way. It's pretty awful. And I thought, why am I working here? This and also crazy. like you don't call someone a liar. No, it was it was really I'm not having uh, liars work for it me. It was bizarre. That was that was like that was kinda
1: but low cake. But you had been thinking like all along, this is so
0: unfulfilling. This is so It made it easier. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, it made it easier to think about leaving. And and it was also the way, truly, the way I saw women treated. Right. I was, because I was in HR, I went from finance to HR. I was uh, sort of like behind, in a lot of behind, the, behind closed doors meetings that they would say. And I would hear what managers would say. This is in the 80s about women. Right. So like one guy said, there was a very uh, uh, sort of talented woman, probably in her uh, 30s. And she wasn't moving ahead as quickly as, I, as she had hoped, and so I went to the manager. And you know what he said to me, to the HR person: "All she needs is a good." No way. Uh, you know. And I and I just said, but I just and I said to him, so here I am. I'm like twenty seven, twenty five. Right. With this fifty year old executive who's just used this uh, obscenity, but has also said about you know his employee. And I said, you better not let her. Hear that? You better not say that outside the office. That's as, as I mean. Much now as, he would be. That's as much as I could yeah. say. Hashtag you
1: know. me 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 two oh, it's two two. Unbelievable. And and that, and it, but that, they do that. I think they do that. They do that in show business too. Like you audition. Like I've I've heard friends of mine who are casting people say you can't even imagine. But you know what? I don't understand. And this is truly it. I talked to Isaac Mizrahi about this. That he is a gay man who adores women, like puts them on a pedestal. And I know of a very large percentage of, I know a large percentage of straight men who, you know, disparage women on a daily basis, but there's also a, a pop, you know, a certain population of gay men who, who do the same thing. And I'm thinking when when I hear a story like that and, and when I look at these politicians and I think you have daughters you like how can you speak like that? You have a mother and daughters.
0: Yeah, and I I think a lot of it is sometimes it's they're trying to be like macho or 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 I don't know or or just rude or maybe they're just mean. I think that's a word that we need to kind of resurrect. Right, they're just mean. mean. Yeah, and so I so I saw this and I saw stuff like that, and not everybody at GE was like that, but and there were some and I have friends who are still at GE and you know they're they're doing great. But I saw enough of it that I just thought I don't want to. I don't want to work here, and it was also stressful in terms of the hours and all this. And so, did yeah, you so, do?
1: Uh, so you would work there, but did you go to church? Were you starting to go back yeah, to church? I was
0: probably, or? When I was, so I moved from New York to Connecticut. So I moved from where in Connecticut? Stamford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: And um, I just started to get more and more dissatisfied. And so I was kind of ready for something to happen. But I didn't know what it was going to be. So you go to your psychologist – well, first I see, I turn on the TV, and I see Oh, right, right,
1: right, right. Yeah. God, I oh, had that here. I can't here. believe you
0: forgot that. I uh,
1: know, I had it. Uh, <laughs> we put on the PBS. It was on PBS. that
0: good. I'm really impressed, truly. Oh, I'm thank you. I'm really impressed you. with your, your, your research. I love you. No, you are. You're wonderful. Toda. Thank you. Um, ding. Bavakasha <laughs> is the correct response. Yes. Bavakasha. Mm-hmm. So uh, I turn on the TV one night. I'm kind of, you know, uh, I come home, and I'm sort of miserable. And there's a documentary about a trap. Well, that's
1: very Jewish. What's all right, go that? ahead. Which part? Coming home and being miserable.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, funny. I think it meant PBS. Yeah. Uh, Channel 13. Yeah. They have the greatest shows. I know. Uh, and well, was, at that time, of at course. At that time, Yeah. There was a documentary about a Trappist monk named yes. Thomas Merton. Yes. And uh, he- He gave it all up. gave it all up and entered a monastery. And I I tell you, Judy, I looked at that show and I just thought, that's it. That right. is- That's just so beautiful. And I didn't know anything about a monastery, the Trappist or anything, or the priesthood. But it just seems so much more attractive than my life. And, and, you know, as I say, you know, as we say, um, this is not to get too religious, but this is how God works. God works through our desires. Right. Kind of moving us interiorly. And I went out and bought his autobiography, The Seven-Story Mountain, and I just said, this is what I want to do. And then— But then you had to plan it out. I did. You know, it was very strange because— I don't, maybe you've experienced this. I don't know what you're, uh, in terms of like being a comedian, when you start to think about these things, you start to say, well, I can't do that. That's crazy. Right, right. You know, like, how could I possibly do that? But you're curious about it and you're interested Mm -hmm. in it. And I read more and more about him and I started to think about it. And I asked my parish priest and he said, well, you know, you should talk to the Jesuits because they're right up the street at Fairfield University. I talked to them and then I withdrew. Then I just said, I can't do this. This is crazy. Like, it would be like me, like joining the circus or being an opera star or something. I can't do it. And then I started to go to a psychologist because um, I was getting more and more stressed. Jewish? Uh, do you know what his name was? What? I kid you not. His his name was Dr. Chachki. No way. Yeah. He's, like a
1: Chachki? Like, know. oh, look at the nice Chachki.
0: I don't know if he's still <gasps> out there. I know. It was either, oh, that's
1: the best it's either, name. It's
0: either Chachka or tchotchke or. Right, my right. My friends thought it was hysterical. Yeah. And was he tiny? He was tiny fatigue he was a great guy first time i went to a psychologist and basically the question was you know this took like a year or two and the way to think about it is i'm getting more and more interested in kind of religious life like reading all these books and going to church more less and less interested in ge but not knowing what i'm supposed to do and he asked me the question which changed my life which was he said well why are you at ge and i said well i mean you know i don't know what else i would do and I have a Wharton degree and you got to go to business right. and I got a good job. And I just, it was, I felt so trapped. And he said, well, what would you do if you could do anything you wanted to do? And I said, oh, I'd be a Jesuit. And he said, well, why don't you? And truly it was like the scales fell from my eyes. That is like St. Paul. Aww. And I thought, yeah, why don't I, what am I doing here? And it was just to the, the freedom to be able to say, I want to do something that I enjoy and something that I feel, um, you know, is more me. And I went home. I went to my office. This is pretty funny. And I called up the Jesuits and I was like, I'm ready to enter. And they're like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Well, I, I sent in an application like, you know, two years ago. And they're like, yeah, we have a whole application yeah. process. And so that I mean, I can tell you that story. But then I applied and I was in in six months. And my friends, especially my Jewish friends, right? were like just what are you doing right i told rob for i told my friend bruce i told rob rob was just very supportive right it's all about rob he's gonna right. love this i love rob. um rob slackman i, I love i love hey, rob too. i gotta meet rob Schlackman. he is you love him and um so get this so i tell him he's very supportive right you know um and I said, I have to tell everybody else, uh, like my friend, Andy Schiff. Okay.
1: okay, Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Andy Kellner. Um, you know, <laughs> who else was at that dinner? And someone else. Um, and he goes, oh, I have to come to that dinner. I <laughs> come to that dinner. I was like, well, he was in Boston, I think, at the time. We right. were doing it in New York. And uh, promised me to let me go to the dinner. Right. So we went to um, Le Brasserie. Remember?
1: Oh, yes. Price? Le Brasserie. Mm,
0: best creme brulee yeah. in the city. Anyway, so- I say to them, you'll love this. They're all at the table. Now, it was a little dramatic, but I said— Okay, but a- how far into the dinner are you? Oh, we're—I know exactly where okay. we're, we're, we just sat down. Oh, wow. And I said, I have a surprise for you. And it was Andy, Andy, and I can't remember the third person. It might have been Rob who came along. Right. But and it I, right, was a—okay. So um, we're at dinner, and I say I have a surprise for you. Big news. Uh, guess. You're leaving GE. I was like, oh, that was easy. Right. And I said, uh, they said, well, that, we, we knew you were going to do that. That was, you know, we know you've been unhappy there. But you have to decide what you're, we, you have to tell me what I'm going to do. Guess what I'm going to do. Okay. And they had all these guesses. And I said, what were they? Oh, I don't know. You're going to work for the Met or something. Right, gonna right, right. You're going to do arts management or I don't know. I'm going to be a priest. <laughs> and they were silent. And this is a great line. So the waiter comes, they're like silent. Right. My friends are never silent. And the waiter—because I think they were also, like, worried about offending me. Right, right, The waiter comes over and says, do you need more time? And Andy Kellner says, we need a lot more time. (laughs) (laughs) And I—they, you know, I hadn't really talked about it with anybody. And, you know, who knows what a Jesuit priest is? No one knows what a Jesuit priest is, so I had to explain it to them. They were a little concerned and worried. And later I found out my friend Andy Schiff, who is now a— an attorney, a US attorney. Wow. Yeah, he did really well for himself. Um, he went home and looked up the word Jesuit in the dictionary. Uh, that's how much they They had no know. idea. And so, we had
1: to look up things in the dictionary, kids. That's there was right. no Google. There was no online. So, um, is he related to Adam Schiff? I
0: don't think so. Okay. Um, so anyway, um they they were very surprised and then um I I went through the application process which is very long. My parents uh, and my sister were very upset. I mean, I, what? They, oh, yeah. Well, because, you know, they want grandchildren. Well, they want grandchildren. You're going to be lonely. What are you even what, what are the Jesuits? Like, right. What is this like? Some people thought I was joining a cult. <gasps> what happened? You know,
1: is this still going? Oh. OK, it's still recording. Okay. Yes. Go thank ahead.
0: God, thank God.
1: That's because of you because you're a, closer to God. It's I just don't
0: know why this is OK. Go ahead. I said bracha. Bracha. Oh, I love, I it. love it. Okay. Um, do you know what my favorite Yiddish word is, which what? I love to use all the time? Mishpucha.
1: Mishpacha. Mishpacha. I love broigus. What is broigus? My mother used to, you know, any, broigus is like your, Met, you're like just angry and mad, wow. you know. Like, oh, well, she's brilliant, That's you know. I, I love, love that. Ungapachka, I uh, love Ungapachka. mean? Like, over like too much stuff, like velvet <laughs> couches, <laughs> like, you know, oh, it's Ungapachka, po- like completely too much, you
0: know. I had to learn, uh, let's see, there's goy, goyasha, yeah, goyasha, but then there's other like permutations yeah. of that, yes, yes, like the yes, men, yes. the women, the- right. Anyway, so I um, I uh, yeah, my parents and my sister were very um, upset because I think it was such a shock to them. And it took them a while to kind of get used to it. Um, And I entered the Jesuits uh, in August of 1988. And people were very surprised. And, I, you know, I can't blame them because I didn't tell them about it. One of my friends from um, GE, not a Jew, um, but um, what what is he? He's UCC Congregationalist. Mm -hmm. Very nice guy. He called me into his office. Right. He was very nice. He was like a year ahead of me, and he said, "You know, I what are you What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I'm I'm you know I'm joining the Jesuits." And he said, "Well, where did this Where did this decision come from?" And I was like, "Well, you know, I've been unhappy and all this." And he said, "Well, you, you really have you really thought about this?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "I, I think you should see a psychologist." And I said, <laughs> "This is another great line. I am seeing a psychologist," and he said. I think you should see another cycle. Oh my god! Well, people, you know, not too many people know priests. Not certainly, people don't know who the Jesuits are. I'd explain it to them. And but what eventually, I wonder. I don't think that happens with Jews
1: when they. Be, oh, I think it's because we can get Jews can get married and have kids. I think I,
0: that's well, a different. Maybe. But you know, yeah, it's I funny. Know. I'll, I'll tell you, man. God bless them. I really love them. Rob and Rob's parents, Ellie and Jerry, mm. were amazing. They came to my first vows, which were
1: oh, that beautiful. is so.
0: It was, and can I tell you my favorite um, yeah. Ellie Schlackman story? I may have told you this, but it's, Ellie Schlackman—it's pretty moving and pretty surprising. I might cry. I'm going to start to cry. Oh, right. so um, so I go to the Holy Land a lot. Ding. Yeah. On pilgrimage, actually, I'll tell you another Rob story. So Rob's uh, son Daniel, ding, was in the Maccabee game. Yes, <laughs> the Maccabee games. Yes. Right. Maccabee okay. games, yes. So he plays basketball. Right. So, Rob calls me and says, so I've been to the Holy Land like four times. And Rob's like, I'm going, blah, blah, blah. We're going to be in Jerusalem. What should I see? Halfway through the conversation, he's like, this is so crazy. I'm asking my Jesuit priest friend about (laughs) what what I should see in Israel. He's like, I'm happy to help you. So, get this. This is a true story. So, every time I go to the Holy Land, ding, um, and I pray at the Wailing Wall, ding, ding, um, with many Jewish people. Did you know there are a lot of Jewish people that world No, like, well, I didn't know I that. I know. It's a Cause surprise. Because we never well um, like, like, this must be a very yes. Jewish part of town.
1: And they love the women there, so, too. Ding. Yes. Yeah. So
0: anyway, that's the whole of the story. So every time I'm there, what I do um, uh, is I pray for my Jewish friends. That's what I... Well, no, I mean, and I <gasps> that's remember... That's so beautiful. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, and I remember them, and I just call them to right. by name and all that. So, um... I went in, and I, for some reason, I I was praying, and I I think she had been sick. I was praying for Ellie Schlackman, Rob's mother, right at the Wailing Wall, like really, uh, in a kind of really intentional, intense way. I would say, as I'm leaving the Wailing Wall, I feel my phone buzz uh-huh. right, in in my pocket, and um, I thought, well, I'm not going to answer it in the precinct, you know, right? That I'm not right, gonna, like, right, right. My phone, yeah. So anyway, so I forget about it. And I'm walking by. I happen to be walking by myself. I'm with a big pilgrimage group. And I said, I'm going to walk through the old. Have you been to Jerusalem? Yes. I'm walking through the old city because it's so pretty. And so I get out of the old city. I'm near the um, Jaffa gate. Right. Yes. And 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 I say, I wonder who that was. Right. (laughs) So I look at the phone. It's it's Rob. Uh huh. And I get the voicemail, which is very unusual when you're overseas, like to get the voicemail. okay? And Ellie has just died. (gasps) <gasps> and oh, and and I call him. Now he doesn't know where I am. Rob doesn't know where I am. I call him. I get him, which is strange, also. And I said, oh, "I'm so sorry." And I said, "You're not going to believe this. I was just praying for her when you texted me. It was really kind of beautiful. That's in incredible." Otherwise. And I, you know, and I, I've, 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 I'm writing a book about prayer, and I say that um, in this particular chapter, I use <gasps> that example, and I say. You know, one of the things about our experiences of God and prayer is that sometimes you can't explain what it is. Right. And I cannot explain. Not that I can't explain why it happened, but I guess what I mean is in an, an even deeper level, I can't even explain the emotions. It was like right. sad and beautiful and moving and funny right. and touching. And it's not something. And Beshared and meant to be. Yeah. And it was It was just so touchy. Oh, that's loved, such a
1: great story. It is. And like
0: you were with her. Yeah, and she was with me, and she's praying for me, and she was great. She's a very elegant woman.
1: Oh, I, I love I was... Ellie Sha- uh, Schlackner. Schlackner, Schlackman, Schlackman, Schlackman. Schlackman. Schlackman.
0: <laughs> we called him. We call him Schlack. Oh, uh, I love uh, her. And so, yeah. So anyway, so they were always very supportive, and eventually, my parents, um, you know, themselves were obviously very supportive, and then all my friends like got turned around. Basically, they were like, "Oh, the Jesuits are so great, and they're the best." And, yeah. And now they're fine with it. Now they joke about it. Um, I'll tell you another joke. I, When I was at Penn, I was out um, uh, at uh, a bar one night, and I was making, which I will not repeat, all these Jesus jokes, mm-hmm. of which there are many. Yes. Yeah. And I got back. It was in September of 1978, and John Paul First had just died. Oh. And so my friends said, you killed him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: And so for the rest of my Jesuit life, even until now, when I took my first vows as a Jesuit, when I was ordained as a priest, when I took my final vows as a Jesuit, they will always say, do they know that you killed the Pope? <laughs>
1: did you go to confession and say you were I doing did, no, Jesus I,
0: jokes? I felt, I did feel bad about, I would never tell them today, but they still say that. They That's will still so say, funny. I'm going to say know? that. Do they know do about, they know? do they know about you're killing John Paul I? That's amazing. Anyway, so yeah, so I entered and um, that was in 1988 and best decision I ever made. And then you also got an MA in philosophy. This is great. It's like this is your
1: life. This is your life. <laughs> I mean, you're so smart. You're no. t- yeah. Oh, shut up, Check at The fuck.
0: Um. I mean, it's not like I'm Albert Einstein.
1: Yeah. You. I mean, you're you're studying for to become a Jesu- Jesuit priest, right. and you get an MA. Oh, let, let me get an well, MA I didn't in get philosophy. An, I, didn't
0: get, I studied philosophy. I didn't get right. an MA. I it know, says no, you gonna, got
1: an MA from it's, Loyola University I, I, Chicago. I, it's very complicated. 1994, after you became a priest. It's very
0: complicated. You, I studied there in the graduate level. Jesuits didn't get degrees at that time. It's very complicated. But I studied okay. graduate philosophy courses okay. yes, at Loyola Chicago.
1: Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, for, it's Just Kill Me Now. Uh, Don't forget to turn. Uh, for part two on Just Kill Me <laughs> no, it's not. just. Just kill me.
0: No, Judy Golds. Just kill me. Kill me now. Just kill me now. <laughs>